This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast with the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 4, Episode 47, as the New York Rangers fail to gain ground on the New Jersey Devils. They lay a stinker in Buffalo and are rebounding currently right now as I'm recording. They have a 3-0 lead on the Washington Capitals, who um, I think, as everyone knows, has uh, missed the playoffs for the first time in a long time. Uh, So, you know, it's over for them uh, mathematically. I think they're still alive, but it's... uh, um, it's bad uh, for Washington. They really kind of fell off there at the end. Um, but, you know, for the New York Rangers, obviously, uh, there is a lot of work to do uh, before we head into the playoffs. And uh, if you're listening to this, I am ripping a solo. So if you have come for Andy, uh, you're, you're unfortunately going to have to deal with me. Uh, Andy is down in Panther territory at a wedding. And uh, I have to rip a solo. And if it comes out a little bit later, it's because Andy is the backbone, the heartbeat, the pulse of this podcast. And uh, he's the one that makes all the magic happen. So um, we forgive him uh, if it comes a little bit later today. Um, But the Rangers are off anyway on Monday. They are currently playing their one o'clock game against the Capitals. They are up three nothing currently. Uh, I just got home from work. And it's about five minutes into the second period, and it's 3 nothing. Uh, let's take a look at who scored here. I know Keandre Miller got the first one. Uh, Lafreniere had the second. And who scored the third? Capo Caco with an assist from Miller and Heedle. Heedle has two assists on the game. Uh, good to get that line going again. Much needed. Um, but I think, as you know, as we're sitting here on a Sunday, uh, the Rangers kind of finishing up, uh, I believe, their road trip. I'm not sure if they have one more game. Um, I'll check the schedule right now. Um, no, they're home against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Two more road games, two more home, home games. And that's a wrap on the 22-23 season for the New York Rangers before they head into the playoffs. Uh, on I think the playoffs officially begin on the 16th. Uh, not too sure when the New York Rangers will start, uh, if it will be the 16th or the 17th. So, anyway, uh, my thoughts about the New York Rangers. Uh, let's go back to the New Jersey Devil game because I think it's, it's, it's important to talk about it because there's certainly mixed emotions there. Um, the New York Rangers have been having a lot of trouble, trouble out of the gate. And that's a sign of a team who's a little disinterested in playing. The Devils came out buzzing around. They used their speed. Rangers did nothing to counter, and it was all New Jersey, it felt like. And, and, and honestly, the New York Rangers did not play well enough to even keep it a close game. And you may say, listen, you know, after the hot start, the Rangers were able to weather the storm. But the truth is, you just, as many scoring chances as they had, you just never felt the New York Rangers were going to just give, get over that hump and, 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 you know, score an even strength goal. 
And, you know, for the New York Rangers, it's just one of those games where you look and you're like, is this team really prepared to go into the playoffs? Like this whole, well, we'll turn it on when it matters. It doesn't really work like that. There's not a team out there that just has the ability to be like, well, you know what? We go games without really showing up. So we'll just, but we'll be able to turn it on. Do you think the Devils are going to play as bad or they're not going to adapt come playoff time? And their speed is just going to wear us down. Now, if you listen to the podcast prior, I said the New York Rangers really needed to make a statement, a physical statement. And they didn't do that. They kind of just, nah. They played a nah game. And it felt like to them, the meaning of that game was, nah. If we win, nah. Oh, well, we lost, nah. On to the next one. Yeah, and that's great, I guess, in the regular season when you're in the middle of January. But you're fighting for fucking home ice advantage. You're trying to make a statement before going into the playoffs. And listen, was there always a chance that it was going to be a, you know, neh game? Because, you know, neither coach wants to really give the other side, uh, you know, uh, much insight into how they're going to play the opposite team. I guess so. I I can buy that. I I totally understand that. But at the same time, I think like it it means more to the New York Rangers than than to the Devils. You know, that was in my eyes a must-win game or just a statement game. And I just felt like the Rangers not coming out to play shows a lot of what their character really is all about. And you know, I really question you know Jacob Truba to not be able to get the boys excited and going. You know, that's on Gallant, that's on Truba, that's on the leadership of this team. I mean, in my opinion, it's just unacceptable. And it, once again, you know, our, our all-stars, you know, failed to get the job done. You know, it's, it's, it's sickening that, you know, we praise all these guys for beating up on, on the teams that get knocked out of the playoffs or, 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 you know, on the outside looking in. But the teams that have a little bit of urgency and have meaningful hockey in front of them, the Rangers really have a tough time competing with. And that's, that's, you know, we have the ability to beat these teams. We do. And, you know, I hope it's one of those things where we are able to turn it on. But it, to be honest, it scares the shit out of me. And I really don't think that we have the, the, the makeup right now to be able to hit a switch and be able to turn it on. And, and I, really, I really am concerned as a Rangers fan going into this first round with the effort that we saw against New Jersey. and you know, that we just, eh, we'll, we'll turn it on when it counts, you know, or, you know, it, it's just, it doesn't always work like that. And, you know, again, the New York Rangers have a lot of soul searching to do, excuse me, over the next couple of weeks, because the New Jersey Devils, you know, are going to come out flying. They are going to stick to their game. Uh, the New York Rangers are giving teams way too much credit in front of the net. And, um, you know, they're just allowing these teams just to take point blank shots. Again, you know, you, you look at these games, the Rangers, you know, I, I hate to say this, but the New York Rangers just are, are not physical enough and they're just not putting forth as much effort as the other teams. And, you know, if we move on to the next game against Buffalo, you look how that game went and holy shit, was that, was that brutal? I mean, that was probably one of the worst periods of hockey. That first period is probably one of the worst periods of hockey I remember watching in a long time. And that, that goes for any, any level of game. I mean, college to, you know, 
pros to, you know, just anything. I mean, that was awful. I mean, we mustered up, what, two shots in the first. It was, like, embarrassing. And once again, the Sabres are an, a team playing with urgency. They're playing with purpose. And they just walk all over us because we just don't give a fuck. And we're, before you know it, we're fucking down. And now we have to claw, claw ourselves back out of a 2 nothing hole. You know? And it's just, it's really, it's the same fucking narrative every single game. When a team is playing with urgency, we're just not interested in playing. Like Panarin, where the fuck were you against Buffalo? You know, Zibanejad, where the fuck were you against Buffalo? Tarasenko, where were you against Buffalo? Hey, Patrick Kane, where the fuck were you against Buffalo? Why is it always our third and fourth line making things happen against these better teams? These teams playing a little energy. It's like, do these guys just not fucking try? It's like infuriating because we have the skill to beat them. Roster-wise, there's not many teams that can compete with us if we're just comparing rosters. But shit, man. You get a team that's just willing to skate and work hard, and we fucking shut right down. And that's exactly what the New Jersey Devils do, and that's exactly why I get nervous. We're just not even going to be involved in these playoffs. It's going to be four and out, five and out, and we're done. And you got to start the, the question, you know, down the line. Sabinajab, Panarin, you know, Kreider, uh, uh, Truba. Where the fuck are you guys? You know, wh- why is it always up to our younger guys or our fourth line to be the, the workhorses on the team? You know, or the guys being physical or the guys willing to take a hit to make a pass. You know, I understand these guys don't want to get hurt, but we're pl- we also are playing meaningful hockey. And, you know, I, I know I might be, be the only one in the world that, that really wants home ice like this bad. And it's only because matchup wise in a game seven, it's going to be important that we have home ice advantage. Now, I know that that those hopes are over, but, you know, for the New York Rangers matchup wise in a game seven. It, we're toast. We're done. We're not going to win on their home ice in game seven. We're just not because we're going to be worn down. We're not going to be able to keep up with the speed and they're going to be able to pick us apart because they're going to have the ability to throw certain matchups at us. And it's just going to be a nightmare. They're going to play physical against the top two lines. So those lines are just done. And you better pray to God that the kid line is feeling themselves because they're going to be our only hope to score more than two goals. And you better pray that our fourth line chips in a goal. And I don't want to play like that. I don't want, this is not the New York Rangers I want to root for. I want the team that's able to, you know, roll four lines and have everyone contribute. But if we're going to play a team with speed and a little physicality, you know, I really, I, it's like we might as well not have our first two lines because they just don't show up when it matters. And it's bad. So, listen. I applaud them last podcast because without a lot of these guys, we wouldn't be where we are. But I can tell you right now, if we fall short of a Stanley Cup, they get the blame also. So if they're going to get the praise to get us to where we are right now, and you're every New York Rangers fan content with where we are, and you don't want a Stanley Cup, then you got to applaud this team and everything's great. But if you're a Rangers fan 
and you want to fight for a Stanley Cup and we fall short, you got to fucking start pointing fingers at, at the players. I'm looking at Panarin, who makes over $11 million. I'm looking at Mika, who only shows up one month, you know, consistently. And people are saying, like, how, what more do you want from them? Those guys should be 120-point players. I want them to be fucking all-stars. Panarin makes over $11 million. These guys should be scoring 120 points. There shouldn't be, uh, you know, there shouldn't be fucking any doubt that these guys are at the top of the league. You know? And, and, and you might say, well, what, I mean, James, you know, these get, they get a lot of fucking, you know, they get to rack up a lot of points. They score meaningful goals, blah, 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 blah. But listen, at the end of the day, the New York Rangers are going to have to be better and more consistent in all areas of their game. And I just don't know if they're going to be able to put the pieces together because they fail to do it in big moments. And I am talking about the better players on this team. And I better is in quotes because when it comes down to it, I don't know who to trust. You know, the Buffalo game. It was either the fourth line or the kid line that were going to make something happen. You knew the top two lines were just irrelevant, you know, and, and Galan has to shake up the lines because he's like, I don't know what to do with these guys because they can't even get, they can't even compete. That's concerning to me. That doesn't sound like a, a core group that's going to win you a Stanley cup. That sounds like a, a core group that's going to get you into the playoffs and then fail immediately because they're not used to having to take accountability every single game. And they take games off. And that's concerning. That's why the New York Rangers haven't won a cup since 1994. Because they're never ever had a core group that are just, that had fucking balls and guts and are willing to fucking, you know, throw everything on the ice and be physical and be able to compete. And, you know, just, it's concerning. You know, I just, I want to, I want to win the Stanley Cup. And there's pieces of the puzzle that you got to put together. The whole way. The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway, and the action is just getting started on DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, combine multiple bets for a shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odds boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day to see what they have in store. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. Right now, new customers can bet $500 on any pregame Moneyline bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details positive outlook right now is that you know listen we lost to the devils we lost to the buffalo sabers uh you could say we're saving ourselves for the playoffs okay if you want to buy that you can that's a positive i guess that we're just playing rope a dope then when it matters we'll throw the knockout punch i'll buy that up until we fucking don't do it so uh we'll go along with that narrative since it's a little bit more positive um you know, the New York Rangers are beaten up on a team that has zero hope and zero, um, you know, you know, zero hopes for the playoffs and are kind of just packing it in for the rest of the, the season. So, um, 
yeah, uh, other than that, in terms of the New York Rangers, it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. I, I think, um, I think we just need to get to the playoffs now because the hope of jumping the Devils is gone. They, we might not even end up playing the Devils. Um, they're so good that they might be jumping the Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina Hurricanes. I mean, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say about them. Um, they kind of, I felt like the kind of the wheels are falling off a little bit, and it's scary that when the wheels fall off for them. It's 5-4-1 and one in the last 10. Even the Devils, you feel like you can't even gain any ground on them. They've won two in a row, but they're 4-4-2. Four, four and two, And, you know, here we are, still fucking five points back. It's unbelievable. So, you know, Devils, possibility of jumping Carolina. Um, I'm not sure if Carolina plays tonight. I think they do. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, Carolina plays the New York Islanders. So, you know, Car- Islanders got blown out the other night. So maybe they uh, they bounce back and beat Carolina. Devils win tonight. And then officially in the standings, they leapfrog each other and we'd have Carolina in the first round, which um, I'll be honest, probably a better matchup for the New York Rangers. I think both teams have their, have their you know, uh, they create a lot of issues, but I think Carolina would be a better matchup for the Rangers. I think just the Devils' sheer urgency and speed and, the ability just to make you pay for your mistakes, I, I want nothing to do with New Jersey. I just think it's a it's a lose lose situation for the Rangers. They have to beat New Jersey, and I just don't think they have the makeup to do it. I really don't. Not 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 from what I saw last game. So, um, you know, I think you, with the speed and structure that the Devils play with, it makes all the guys that don't want to work hard irrelevant. And I'm talking about. You know, Panarin, if it doesn't go his way, he's done. Mika, done. Ryder, I don't even, honestly, don't even know why we dress him some nights. It's, it's amazing how badly he disappears. Um, but yeah, so I'm done bashing him. Listen, it's a long season. Let's see what we have in the playoffs. I'll be excited once, you know, we get, we get through the regular season healthy, and then we'll get into, uh, you know, oh, one more positive about the Rangers, Devils. Lindgren in that place, Harper, obviously, wrong place, wrong timing on a lot of the goals against. He won't be playing in the playoffs, hopefully. It'll be Lindgren, knock on wood. And, you know, we don't have to worry about, um, you know, that sixth defense killing us. So, um, other than that, that's it, man. It's, it's, it's a fucking grind. It's a grind for me. It's a grind for us fans. Uh, I think we're all just ready for the playoffs to start. We lost home ice advantage. That's a shame, but, you know, here we are. Um, yeah, looking around the East, uh, wild card, uh, you know, Florida officially jumped Pittsburgh in the standings. Obviously, Florida playing one more game than Pittsburgh. Um, I'd love to see Pittsburgh out of the playoffs. I mean, they're 3-7-0 and in their last 10. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just don't trust Pittsburgh to fully fuck this up, uh, and I don't. I don't uh I don't trust Florida to run away with this either. So it'll be interesting to see how that race pans out. Um, you know, and Ottawa, you know, you know, I know they lost last game, but they won a couple in a row to uh to jump back into uh contention here. They have seventy nine points in seventy six games, so they currently sit six points out. Uh 
or possibly four points if when if they win their game in hand. Uh, and then Buffalo, uh, right now for me, I mean, I know they don't have Tage Thompson. That's a killer. Uh, you know, man, it'll be interesting to see if Buffalo can get the job done. They've won two in a row, obviously beating the Rangers, and they blew someone out last night. I think it was the Flyers or something. And, you know, they're making their case right now. They have two games in hand with the over the Florida Panthers who are in the last wild card spot and they're four points back. So they technically could be tied with the Florida Panthers if they win their two games. So, um, but that would also mean that the Pittsburgh Penguins would have to lose their one game in hand. So we'll see. I mean, a lot of hockey today, uh, things will be changing. So, you know, when you're listening to this, the standings will be probably a little bit different, but yeah, just a, a very fun race the east and the last two wild card spots um personally i think we've said this on the pod it'd be fun to see the islanders or, or florida get in i think they cause a lot of problems for the one seeds uh islanders devils would be a fucking awesome series as much as you know the islanders are annoying they're slow rope-a-dope style of play where they just make it so boring that it, it exhausts the other team I think that would be a fun matchup against the Devils, who like to play quick and structured, and 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 it'd be it'd be interesting to see how uh, how those two face off against each other in the playoffs. Um, Florida, obviously, just a fun team that can score goals. Uh, I I would love to see them in there, and then you know Buffalo, a young team, they get Tage Thompson back again. A team that can score a bunch of goals, but also gives up a lot. Uh, so we'll see if the if the Buffalo Sabers can get the job done. Uh, you know, down the line here. Uh, out west, I out west is wild to me. I mean, you know, you have Col- obviously Colorado and Dallas and Minnesota. Are, you know, are all jockeying for the top spot in the Central. I don't know who wins and who loses at West. Every team I feel like is so even and Edmonton has been on a fucking hell of a run. They've won four in a row. They're nine Oh and one. They seem to be the best team as of the last fucking couple months out West. And, you know, Vegas has been able to kind of just steady Eddie stay right in front of them. You know, they matched the nine Oh and one with a seven, two and one. And, you know, I've been able to, you know, uh, you know, hemorrhage, you know, those those that lead that they have in the in the Pacific. So, um, you know, God bless L.A. if you have to play Edmonton in the first round and Vegas is able to keep the uh, the top spot in the West uh, in the Pacific. But holy shit. I mean. I I don't know, man, this is probably the most even I don't even think it matters where your seat is, whoever you match up against is going to be just a good matchup. So um, I don't have a clear cut favorite. If I had to pick one team, I guess it'd be Edmonton. But if I had the team pick one team to fuck everything up, it'd also be Edmonton. So here we are, Uh, you know, Seattle making the playoffs in their second year. It's pretty cool. you know, uh, you know, they still need to take care of some business because it's certainly not over yet. Um, Winnipeg stinks. Uh, Calgary is good again. And, uh, you know, Seattle kind of stinks too. Uh, four, four and two in their last 10. So 
it seems like a lot of these teams are doing everything they can to just miss the playoffs and uh you know with winnipeg and seattle um yeah so we'll see we'll see how that pans out um also, I'll stick to my stomach if Chicago gets the first overall pick and they just get Bedard. It's like you had Pat Kane, you had Taze, you had Duncan Keith, you had a sick core, uh, you know, with your Stanley Cup runs, and now all of a sudden you're going to be, you know, get the next generational talent. Fuck that. It has to be, it has to be an irrelevant team that gets them to make them irrelevant. Uh, you know, Ducks would be so boring, but I almost wouldn't mind it. Um. Don't want the Sharks to get them. Um, you know, Sharks had they had their chance. They had their run. They're like the Rangers. They had their chance. They had their run. Um, they got to rebuild the proper way. They don't just get the fuck and get a generational talent. Arizona deserves them. Uh, you know, as as pathetic as they've been as an organization, you know, I feel like they they need this as a as a as an organization to make them relevant again. Um, obviously, you don't want them to go to the East, but you know. I feel bad for Columbus. All their good players want to leave. Um, that'd be great to get them. I hope he doesn't go to Montreal. I don't want him to go to a Canadian team. And fuck, holy shit, I hope he doesn't go to the Flyers. Detroit. Uh, it'd be fun in Detroit. As, I mean, at least it's not a uh, Metro team. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know where he ends up. As long as it's really not Philly, Montreal, or Chicago. Those are my three least favorite places for Connor Bedard. And that's just me being selfish. Um, what else do we have to talk about? It is now 3-1. Uh, the Capitals just scored. So, um, who got it? Let me guess. Fucking, oh, Dylan Strom. Wonderful. Anyway, uh, what are, where are we at? 25 minutes on the pod. We'll call it there. I mean, it's just, it's Sunday. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Um, Andy's in Florida living the life. I just got back from work. So uh, we'll end it here. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We will be back with another pod on Thursday. Uh, at that point, the New York Rangers, let's look at their schedule real quick. This is always great podcasting when I, when I talk New York Rangers scheduling. Um, they have game Wednesday night, Thursday in St. Louis, and Saturday in Columbus. And then they play two home games the following week against Buffalo and Toronto. Um, I would imagine at the end of this week, next week at this time, we will know whether or not the Rangers will be playing the Carolina Hurricanes or the New Jersey Devils in the first round. So um, I thought that was a lock to play the Devils. Maybe not. Also, Devils leapfrog them. They play the New York Islanders, which will also be a phenomenal series to watch. So, yeah, a lot of things moving, a lot of things uh, uh, becoming a little chaotic here in the East, and that's what makes hockey awesome. So thank you again for listening, and Andy and I will be back to talk to you on Thursday. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Broadway Boys Pod, and please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet.
New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.